0: Hey, Eddie Hyatt here. I want to tell you today about a new book that I have just completed writing and uh, published just a little over a week ago. And uh, it is a very, very important book and very timely for the church today. It is called Discovering the Real Jesus. And I'm going to just put it there on the screen where you can see it for a moment. Discovering the real Jesus, we need to know the real Jesus. There there are so many false, distorted caricatures of Jesus that are going around today, and we need to, we must be grounded in the real Jesus of the Gospels, the real Jesus of Scripture. And uh, let me just give you one example. Uh, there's an, a medical doctor by the name of Deepak Chopra. He's from India, but uh, he seems to spend a lot of time in the United States. And he wrote a book called Jesus. But he admitted that his Jesus is not found in the Bible. Where did he get his information for his book about Jesus? Well, according to him, he studied the religious and political and cultural Uh, context and situation of Jesus' day. He said, then I went into meditation and this book came forth. In other words, his Jesus is a product of his own thoughts and imaginations. And there are so many Jesuses going around today in our world today that are really not the Jesus of Scripture. Now, this book is a powerful defense of the faith of the real Jesus of Scripture. This book will equip you to defend your faith. Um, there's there's a statement I make somewhere in the book where I talk about that when when you know the information in this book that put it you understand that putting your faith in Jesus is not what sometimes is called. A blind leap of faith into the dark no it is an enlightened step of faith into the light of reason historical evidence and common sense and so this book is is so necessary on so many different levels uh, if you are a pastor This book will undergird you in your faith. It will equip you to defend the faith from the pulpit and in your uh, personal interactions with people. Uh, Christian politicians, they need this book to give them the tools they need to defend their faith in the political arena. Um, Parents, you need this book because when your children come home from school, talking about what they learned about Jesus, that he's just another religious leader in history like Mohammed and Buddha and Confucius. This book will give you the resources, the information, the knowledge, the tools to show, no, Jesus is unique among all the religious leaders of the world, among all the people of the world. And I have so many quotes and information to make this point. Uh, One quote that I love is from Napoleon Bonaparte in the latter part of his life. He made this statement. He said, I know men, and I tell you that Jesus Christ is no mere man. Between him and every other person in the world, there is no possible term of comparison. Yes, The Jesus we know and serve and love in Scripture, He is unique. There is no term of comparison with anybody else. And this book will give you the resources and the tools to defend your faith in Jesus. Now... There is so much information and resources in the book that provide historical evidence for our faith. But let me just mention uh, two of my favorites. Uh, One is uh, with Dr. Simon Greenleaf, who was a brilliant lawyer, a Harvard Law professor, and actually one of the founders of the Harvard Law School. His dates were 1783 to uh, 1853. So his work would have been primarily in the 1800s. He's the author of a three-volume work called A Treatise on the Law of Evidence and it is still considered one of the greatest single authorities on judicial legal procedure. So he was a brilliant mind. Well, he decided he was going to put the resurrection of Jesus on trial and that he would take the four primary witnesses of the resurrection, Mark, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. And just like witnesses in a court of law, he would sift through and examine their individual testimonies of the arrest, the trial, the death, the crucifixion, the burial, and the resurrection of Jesus. He would examine and cross-examine their testimonies. And he was sure that such a rigorous examination and cross-examination would bring to light and reveal the myth that is behind the story of the resurrection. However, after months of sifting through their testimonies and comparing their testimonies, examining, cross-examining, he came to the conclusion that they were telling the truth, that they were actually describing what they had actually seen and experienced. This is something I think important to note. He noted that there were subtle differences, that their their accounts were not precisely the same. They were the same in, in, in all of the important major issues, but he noticed that there were subtle differences. But he said, That this gave strength to their testimonies because he, in his book, he later wrote a book about this, about his examination. And he gave examples of specific cases uh, where witnesses came, more than one witness, and they came, and their testimonies were precisely exactly the same. And their case was thrown out because it was immediately assumed that they had collaborated together. Because he said that for witnesses, uh, th- 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 they will describe things differently. They will use different vocabulary. And, and, and one will see things that another one didn't see and remember things. And he said this is exactly what we see in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. The major points of their testimony is all the same, but the little subtle differences are exactly the kind that you would expect in four different witnesses who are describing the very same event. And after months of putting the resurrection of Jesus on trial, he was convinced beyond a reasonable doubt that the resurrection really happened, and he wrote a book, and uh, in in which he. Uh, Uh, documented and recorded uh, his experience of putting the resurrection of Jesus on trial. It has a long name. It's it's actually there on the internet and it's called An Examination of the Testimony of the Four Evangelists by the Rules of Evidence Administered in the Courts of Justice. He, He makes this statement in the book. He says, Either the men of Galilee were men of superlative wisdom and extensive knowledge and experience, and of deeper skill in the arts of deception than any and all others before or after them, or they have truly stated the astonishing things which they have seen and heard. This brilliant lawyer, after putting the the resurrection of Jesus on trial, he became... believer in the Jesus of the Gospels. And he said, after putting the resurrection of Jesus on trial, he said that according to the jurisdiction of legal evidence, the resurrection of Jesus is the best supported event in all of human history. Now, I have this that that's that's just one little part of this 192 page book, one little part. I also have the story that I love of uh, the archaeologist who had a similar experience but in a different area of science. Sir William Ramsay, world-renowned archaeologist, Oxford professor, and agnostic did not believe the Bible was reliable. But he came to faith in Jesus. He came to believe that the Bible was true, that the New Testament accounts of Jesus were true when he decided to follow Luke's account. Luke wrote the book of Acts and he decided to follow Luke's account of Paul's travels throughout the what we would today call uh, Asia Minor, primarily Turkey, but also on into Greece. And so this world-renowned archaeologist he took time away from his professorship at Oxford and he spent years retracing Paul's travels to cities like Ephesus, Iconium, Philippi, Thessalonica and doing archaeological excavations along the way. And as a result, as a result of his scientific excavations. He totally changed his view of the Bible. He totally changed his view of Luke who wrote the Gospel of Luke and one of the witness and, and described the resurrection. Uh, and by the way, Luke was not personally a witness of the resurrection but he tells about in his Gospel he spent many years or, or much time in Jerusalem. He was a companion of Paul and I'm sure Paul shared with him his experience and Paul spent much time with Peter and other witnesses but Luke spent much time in Jerusalem and he and and when the many of the witnesses were still alive including Mary the mother of Jesus and when he begins writing his gospel he tells about how that he has carefully investigated everything that he is writing and utilized the testimony of eyewitnesses in his gospel now Sir William Ramsey discovered that Luke was very meticulous and he says in, in a book he later wrote he said Luke is a historian of the first rank not merely are his statements of fact trustworthy he is possessed of the true historic sense in short this author should be placed along with the greatest of historians he also stated that That uh, Luke was accurate in the tiniest details. And again, his discoveries were so overwhelming that he realized that Luke had also written the gospel. And he decided that he could not deny the scientific discoveries. And he came to faith in Jesus and announced that he was a Christian to the dismay of the agnostics and skeptics of the world. But he followed the evidence and it led him to Jesus. Friends, there are so many false Jesuses in the world today, but there is the real Jesus waiting to be discovered. And Jesus warned us of this himself in Matthew chapter 24, verses 3 and 5. The disciples asked him, said, What will be the sign of your coming and the end of the age? And he said, Well, take heed that no one deceives you, for many will come in my name. In other words, using my name. It, and, and that doesn't necessarily mean that they will themselves claim to be Jesus. Also, that is the, has been the case but they will claim, they will preach a different Jesus. They will come in my name saying, I am the Christ and will deceive many. So take heed, Jesus said. And one way that you can take heed today, I encourage you to get a copy of this book. This this is a great resource for parents, for grandparents to have available when your children come home from school. And they've been learning things that you know are not according to Scripture. But this gives you the resources and the tools uh, to defend your faith. If you've got young people going off to college, they need this book. This book would make a great series for a pastor to teach on Wednesday night or Sunday night. It would make a great Sunday school, uh, a source for a Sunday school class. Um, So many ways that this book can be used. It can just be used for your own personal study equipping yourself to defend the faith that is in Jesus. And I'll close with a quote that just comes to my mind. I believe it's chapter 3 of the little uh, New Testament book of Jude just before Revelation. And Jude wrote and he said, I felt it necessary to write to you to earnestly contend for the faith which was once for all delivered to the saints. Which was once for all delivered to the saints to earnestly contend or defend. This book will equip you to earnestly contend and to defend the faith that was given to us once and for all in the Gospels and the New Testament. I pray that God will use this book to strengthen His church and also to ignite a new Jesus revival, a new Jesus revolution, all across the land. And even though it's in English, the uh, it's it, it's not written about America. I mean, this is for the church all over the world. This is for the church in China, in India. In Ireland, in Canada, Mexico, South America, Asia, wherever you may be, this book is relative for you and will equip you to defend your faith in your land wherever you are. So I ask you if you will pray with me that God will open up doors, open up new venues, open up new markets because I know that that this book is so important for the church today. In fact, my wife, Dr. Susan Hyatt, who is a scholar in her own right and has published some very powerful books, she did the editing and formatting for this book. And I have have written and published over 20 books. And she said, this is the most important book that you have written. Check it out on Amazon. It's there on Amazon. It's also available on our website at eddiehyatt.com. If you would like to order bulk copies, uh, we give a discount. If you order five or more, we'll give you a special uh, discount for bulk copies. Just send an email to me. Go to my website, eddiehyatt.com, and you'll see on my picture, you'll see my email, and you can be in touch with me. If you have any questions about the book, feel free to write to me, and uh, I look forward to seeing you next time. God bless you.